0: Okay, everyone, welcome back. We are here with the Harvey Group. Um, so let's start off with Montpelier, the Peepers, coached by Coach Ruzak. He lost the one eleven ninety four class and replaced it with the sixty nine seventy four class. So that's pretty nice. Um, you lose your big man and Seth Harvey uh, wasn't wasn't an amazing big man. You know, played a little defense. He got out rebounded by his six nine um, power forward. And he only played twenty five minutes a game, so it wasn't something crazy. But he brings in the seven one, Kurt Beasley, um, who got twelve point three rebounds, two point four assists, three point four blocks. And Colin Burley might even be better. You know, he had nineteen games, score with only eight point four points, uh, twelve rebounds, four assists, one point two steals, four point three blocks. Uh, so. And then he got, you know, a point guard type, backup point guard type, potentially, in Randy Dowdle. Dowdle. Um, I think this really helps his team. He's, I mean, he's got some talent on this team. Um, I'm excited to see what Coach Reszak does. Yeah, so one
1: thing that stands out when you look at this team is this team is tall. T-A-L-L, tall. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they were running six seven shooting guards, six nine small forward last year, and they got even taller this year. You bring in a seven one guy and a six ten guy who look like both monster rebounders and you know, the one thing that, that, that they didn't have they were similar to a team that we, we covered from the last group they didn't get a lot of blocks last year which you know for a tall team you know only five per game but now you bring in a seven one guy that's blocking three point four shots a game a six ten guy who must be hyper athletic or a great defender or both because he's blocking four point three shots per game. Yeah you know, and you put that in and all of a sudden your defense becomes even better. So, and they have the offense you know between between the the three guys that started at, uh, at the guard spots and small forward last year they have the offense so I mean you add a little extra height and defense in there and it's going to make this team even tougher
0: yeah I wouldn't be shocked if they I mean they could but they, they probably won't even have any guys that are um, that are under uh, that are under six, seven in the lineup, um, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of crazy. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting this. Oh, I guess Dante
1: Shaw Shaw would be the one guy and he's your leading scorer. I mean, he's certainly taking advantage of the fact that that the rest of his teammates are humongous, you know? So, yeah, and so he's getting some mismatches.
0: (laughs) Yep. For sure. For sure. And I mean, that's tall for a, for a point guard. So Callum Burley will be in the starting lineup. I'm, very confident of that and then he has to decide if he wants to continue to play Aaron Anderson at, at power forward or he wants to put Burley at Power forward and Beasley at um, at center I mean I think both could work um, but yeah Aaron Anderson's a solid player in his own in his own right so um, we'll see.
1: Yeah, let's, and their and their schedule is, you know, I mean they play you guys, you know, yes. I and mean, you've got a much you've got a much improved team this year, but other than that, their are out of group schedule. Um, doesn't look amazingly tough. So um, yeah, it looks pretty good for them.
0: Cool. Well let's talk about um, the defending champs, the Eugene Guillotines. teams. They brought in the one twenty three ninety three class, replacing the fifty eight fifty eight class. He loses Jaden Huber, um, in the starting lineup, but It's not like he played a ton last year. Um, He brings in three guys. Nasir Williams is a uh, pretty lethal scorer, 59.5% true shooting and 20 points a game. He could play some point guard if they need a point guard, but they still have Benson for two more years. So Benson looks – I would expect Benson and Hunter Jones to kind of lock down those two spots. Uh, And then they'll figure out what they're going to do with – yeah, the big man. Joseph Johnson kind of has a lockdown on the center spot, I'm guessing. But uh, do you want to put Hessler in? Hessler looks like a good defender. Uh, I'm not looking at – I don't know his ratings necessarily. but Yeah, I think he's a
1: really good defender, but, you know, maybe not such a great rebounder. So I don't know if he's a starting player or just like a good good kind of defensive backup.
0: Yeah. So M. Scott finished the year at small forward last year. He started the year at power forward. Um Huber, uh, let's see what Huber did. Um, Huber, he he played power forward at the end of the year last year. So that's um, yeah, that's that's what that's what. I'm not sure what he'll do, but he he has some options. He's a defending champ. I I expect him to, you know, have have some options. Nathaniel Cotton's a decent player too off the bench. He didn't have the greatest shooting splits, but um, you know, he's plus 5.5, uh, plus minus. So, you know, he's a winning player when he's in there. So, that, that helps. Um, yeah. Any, any thoughts on this team other than that? Yeah.
1: I, I mean, you know, if you look on paper, it looks like they replaced, you know, a halfway decent class with a not-so-great class. But, it doesn't really seem that way. Just looking at, at the individual players. I mean, the yes. guy they lose from, you know, their their regular rotation – is jaden huber like you said and he was easily the probably the, the the least impactful of their starters um so i think yeah you know you could move a guy like adam scott to power forward and you're not really going to lose much um he's a guy who could you know play defense and pass you know gives you a little different look there and you got a lot of options to to fill in at small forward um you know whether you go with a guy like cotton you know who's a who's kind of a passer and a defender there or maybe you know maybe you go small in the starting lineup you know and and uh to, to get find a way to get nasir williams in there um and bring you some extra offense but you know this team that was a final four team last year they finished ranked eighth and yeah. not really losing anything too great so i don't see too big of a drop-off that any
0: for sure um Let's look at Ann Arbor. So Ann Arbor replaces the 197-217 class with the 175 class. So that's just huge for them. I mean, great great class for um great class for Bradley. And he brought back all his starters. So uh that's yeah, that's always that's that's always helpful. Um I mean I really like this Ann Arbor team. I think they're gonna be yeah, I, I, I think they're gonna be um, incredible. They got a lot of different options, and um, yeah. Bradley's been really—he—he ex- he was texting me in a group text, and he was really excited about his team. Austin Rodriguez looks like a stud. Um, he can put up a ton of points. Um, Alexis Norton too. I think um he'll fit right into the. He'll fit right into the center spot potentially. I mean, guy that can score fifty-eight point eight percent true shooting. I mean, that's, that's tough to beat. And then you got guys like Jacob Allen's got the point guard, Justin Hampton, Gero Thompson. Um, if you want to do, if you don't want to do, I mean, you always need to at least one, always nice to have at least one of those guys that can kind of move the ball. Gero Thompson looks like um, that guy. But Joshua Dixon fits right in that um, role, too. Maybe not the best ball mover, but he's um, a defender that's tall and can rebound. So that's helpful.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, last year, it looked like, you know, their their starting lineup kind of held their own against a tough schedule. But um, their backups, you know, they they were really kind of hurting on defense uh, with their backups. And now they've got so much more depth. I mean, I think, yeah, you obviously got to find a way to get Austin Rodriguez into the starting lineup, which means one of the guys, you know, maybe, I don't know, let's let's say Maxwell Marshall, you know, who was just kind of an okay shooting guard last year. He goes to the bench, and now all of a sudden, instead of, you know, kind of a liability coming in off the bench, now you've got a guy who used to start on the bench, you know, and you get a guy like Alexis Norton into the starting lineup and between him and Justin Hampton, you've got two, you know, potential Fifteen to twenty point uh, a game scores in the middle, and you know that that's going to be pretty tough to beat.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I really like this team. I think they're the favored in this group. Um, yeah, but you know, Eugene's the defending champ, so this is a really tough group as I as I keep going through it. You know, um,
1: yeah, for sure. I, I mean, and, and Ann Arbor has has a you know pretty pretty tough schedule yeah. but but you know i mean with with you know they've, they've got a lot of a lot of offensive weapons and you know the, the only thing i guess maybe you could say is they're not overly tall you know nobody nobody over six nine but i mean i think some of these guys play a little bigger than that you know i think alexis norton and justin hampton mm-hmm. will be are, are so talented that that you know being an inch or two shorter than the guys are going up against is not going to hurt them too much
0: for sure um, let's look at the last team in this group, the Scottsdale Scott Sentinels. They brought in the twenty thirty eight class, replacing one hundred nine one hundred three class. Um, you know, you lo- you lose a guy who started half the year in Joseph, a uh, Joshua Joseph, um, and uh, you lose Daniel Fashore, uh, your center, but you bring in um, you bring in some solid guys. Austin Carter uh, had twenty. Um, 20- 20 points a game, pretty efficient. He wasn't the most efficient, but he wasn't bad either. assist to turnover, can steal, can um, play a little defense. Um, Dale Dale Knapp is just a big man that can defend and pass and rebound. You know, he, you don't want to trust him to score, but he doesn't really need that when he's bringing back Lanterman and Blackston and, you um, McKinley. Lanterman kind of fell off a little bit at the end of last year, but man, he had a great PNTT last year, um, if I remember right. So he, in the PNTT, he, he, he was shooting crazy. First game, he went 15 for 22. Second game, only 8 for 22. 13 for 23. 12 for 20. Um, 7 for 25. And then 17 for 29. He was one of the top players. I think he made second team all PNTT last year. Um, so he had a couple down games, but man, those, I mean, he was, he had 36, 31, 27, 27. Um, and then the others were 15 and 18. This guy can play, he has a little, um, secondary help with some of these recruits potentially. So hopefully, um, they can maximize his uh, skills.
1: Yeah, yeah, this team, yeah, it's a little confusing to me to look at because, yeah, they definitely on, on recruit rankings, they definitely improve from last year to this year. But, you know, they really struggled last year. They were 12 and 12 on not a very tough strength of schedule. They struggled in the PTT. Um, and, and, well, they don't really lose anything other than kind of a, a nothing starting center. Um, I I don't know. Nap I guess is kind of about the same type of player. Maybe he's a little better defender, um, and he's a little bit taller than than Daniel Fresher. Um, but you know we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, Philip Lanterman kind of. I wish there was a way to to get him off a small forward. You know because yeah. I mean if, if if he was if he'd be able to play shooting guard or point guard, I think he would be so much more
0: efficient. I think he's a point guard. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean,
1: if if there's, but I don't know if they have the option to do that because if you look, uh, they they just don't have that much size overall. I mean, but I, like I said, you know, maybe they're better off with him at, at, at point guard, and then putting another small guy at small forward to to, to yeah. kind of maximize his his offense. You know, I, I think you don't want to you don't want to neuter him by by putting him there. I think he, you've got to give him the best shot because he's going to be the guy carrying your team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Carter makes a lot of sense at – um, small forward. Uh, I mean, Barber,
1: if, you know, actually could be if you, if you don't need the offense, Barber could be okay at small forward. You know, he's, he'd be undersized, but he looks like on paper anyway, like a really good defender and passer. So, you know, he, he might be, be the type of guy that you could put there to kind of
0: facilitate. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, um, looking at this group as a whole, who do you like to win it? I I mean, I feel like this, I mean, I feel like the top three are just really stacked and uh scottsdale's really good too but they you know they got put together
1: yeah yeah they 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 struggled last year and you know, that's the one team. it looks like i you know i don't i don't see the improvement you know from from last year unless they kind of shake things up so the other three look really tough and, and you know montpelier i mean they when you talk when we talked about it, it almost seems like they're the third best team but they might have the the, the easiest road, Maybe. Um, you know. And, and then Eugene was so good last year. Ann Arbor's much improved. It it really could go any of three ways. I could see.
0: Yeah. So um, that Ann Arbor Ann Arbor has two really tough games right off the bat. They got Eugene, and then they got Ann Arbor, or er, sorry, they got Eugene, and then they got um, Montpelier, and then uh, so that's I mean. And, that, and then they got Salt Lake City, Rochester, Huntsville, Scottsdale. That's a, that's a tough schedule, but this team's good enough. They should make the playoffs, I think. Um, Eugene, they play St. Paul, Flagstaff, and Seattle. Um, I think Eugene might – yeah, Eugene and uh, Montpelier might have the easiest road. They're all really good teams. Um, I think Ann Arbor's the best out of them all. And I scrimmaged them once, and they just – they blew me out, which – you know um no one's really been doing that <laughs> yeah so um uh and it's just one game but still it's like whew, that's not what i was hoping for uh <laughs> so we'll see i i think i'm picking Ann Arbor to win it though it's yeah really good yeah i don't know i mean normally you would think that this would,
1: maybe would necessarily be you know might be the type of group where for sure two teams would get in but because the group is so talented, I mean, they might put a couple losses on each other, which, which, yeah. which kind of kills them, you know? So this might be one where, you know, even though maybe three teams would, would have a great chance to get in normally because they're so good, you know, maybe only one, um, I, I'll, I think I'll stick with Eugene, with Eugene just yeah. because they were so good last year and, and I don't really, teams. yeah, I don't yeah. really see them, you know, and, and they finished in the final they finished in the Final Four in the NTC yeah. and I don't really see them losing too much from last year. I, I don't see how they're going to be much much worse, if at all. So if they were that good last year, I, I think they could easily repeat
0: it. Okay, cool. Players to watch. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of really guys, good guys, you know. You got the three-headed monster from uh, Ann Arbor with Rodriguez, Allen, and Hampton. Um, Montpelier, they just – I love I love Dante Shaw. I think Dante Shaw is a really underrated player. Um Ashton Lindley is a good player too. Um yeah, I like uh I like what they got they got going there. Um yeah, I, I mean, you, you can't you can't say enough about Hunter Jones and Alexander Bennison, um Joseph Joseph Johnson, uh, and then Lanterman for Scott Sale. Sorry I'm mentioning all yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much.
1: Yeah. 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 You mentioned pretty much anyone I was going to mention. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Joseph Johnson for Eugene, I think is going to be a really important player this year um, just because of, you know, m- most of their offense comes from their from their guards. So, I, I mean, he's really going to have to hold down the fort in the middle, you know, so uh, he's he's going to be a really important player for their team for Eugene. Um, and yeah, I think Austin Rodriguez for Fran Arbor is just—he looks like a like an offensive stud. And I mean, he's not that tall, but it didn't affect him much in high school, and I don't—I don't see how it's going to affect him much in college either. He's going to be probably one—you know—one of the, uh, the 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 highlight real guys in this tournament.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to look. I I I, uh, I can't find it. But um, oh, it's on it's on a different page. But. Um, the, uh, last year, let's see, the MVP of the tournament was, uh, Hunter Parlow, uh, from Chattanooga. But I, I thought, I thought Eugene had somebody in there, but maybe not. Anyway. Yeah. There's some Hunter Jones was second in his group next to Julian Moore. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, it should be fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see, I, I think Ann Arbor comes out of this group, but I think, yeah, it's a solid group overall. Cool. Well, thanks for joining in, guys. That wraps it up for all the groups, and uh, good luck today in the PNTT, everyone.